Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready, set, go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Coe here with you. We welcome you in to the Fantasy Five, all the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. I would love for you to try out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. It is the fastest growing daily fantasy site and for a good reason. No salary caps. The games are simple. They're super fun to play, man. I mean, it's so simple. It's stuff like, well, Devin Booker score more than 25 and a half points. Plus, monkeyknifefight.com is giving you a free $5 just for signing up. And please use my promo code. Please use my promo code. CO, just K-O-H. That's the promo code. It's so easy. You'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. Sign up, play today at monkeyknifefight.com. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, let's go. Bruce Arian said Ronald Jones is, quote, the main guy among a crowded Tampa Bay backfield. That, according to beat reporter Scott Smith, who also tweeted out that the other backs will be fighting for roles. All right, let's break it down, shall we? Shady has the inside track on obvious passing downs. Vaughn profiles as a power back. We're talking 5'10", 215 pounds, ran a 4.5140, but uh, look, he just doesn't have noticeable lateral quickness. I don't think he takes this starting gig and runs with it. Um, I could see him, and most likely I would see him in a short yardage role. So what does that leave for Rojo? We're talking about first and second down between the 20s? I mean, let's be real here. Those are almost worthless touches because what are you really hoping for? That maybe, maybe he breaks one to the cribbo? I, I, I just don't see it. Look, if anything, I think Shady probably has the most upside in this backfield, at least in PPR anyways, but I, I think he's a flyer pick at best in the late Late rounds. All right, we move on. Josh Doxson has opted out. The former first-round pick is hyper-athletic. He is that hyper-athletic receiver, right? He was supposed to be a backup rotational X receiver, so lined up on the outside. Look, look, look. I get it. I crapped all over Adam Gase previously, but you know what? I took a step back. I took a breath, and you know what? I looked at the numbers. Always got to remember to... Look at those numbers. That's what you got to do in this life. You got to look at those numbers. And I'm actually intrigued by a Jets receiver. Deep sleeper. How about rookie Denzel Mims? An athletic stud. 6'3", 207 pounds, ran a 4.3840. He's got circus catch ability, man. Just great catch radius. Look, I, he has the occasional really, really, really bad concentration drop. But, you know, that doesn't hurt you in fantasy, right? So, but bottom line is this, all right? With Doxon out, that's one less outside receiver to take snaps and targets. Brashad Perriman is there. But, uh, you know, he hasn't shown a ton after four years in the league, but I do think he profiles as a fantastic number two receiver. Jamison Crowder's the clear slot man. Lev Bell's going to get looks out of the backfield. And according to Sports Info Solutions, Sam Darnold averaged 21.6 pass attempts per game to wide receivers, to just wide receivers, okay? 
at that pace, if he had played all 16 games, he played 13 due to injury, that would have been the seventh most pass attempts to receivers in the NFL. So I'm thinking volume is there. So let's say the rookie, we're talking about Mims, gets off to a slow start. But by week four or five, let's say he's taken home 30% of those receiver targets, okay? That's roughly eight targets a game for a guy who has big play ability. That, my friends, is not bad. I think he's a great best ball pick and a perfect flex option. Right now, Mims is free in drafts. I mean, he's going undrafted in most in most spots. So I would just say this. Look, feel free to take a stab at him in rounds 13, 14, or 15. All right, Dolphins receivers, Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns have both opted out. And I am just, I continue to be baffled by Devontae Parker's ADP in the 70s. Look, I know most of you are looking at his first eight games with a healthy Preston Williams. Again, I want to highlight healthy because he's coming off an ACL tear. We don't know if he's healthy right now, okay? But even then, Parker averaged 11.5 PPR points per game. That's not bad. I want to add context to that number as well. Look at his first eight games, okay? They included Baltimore, tough defense. New England, Steph Gilmore, enough said. Dallas, Byron Jones, hello. Chargers and Casey Hayward, another elite DB. Buffalo and Tredavious White. Pittsburgh with a fired up Minka Fitzpatrick in full-on revenge mode. Those are six tough, tough games. And even then, even then, he still gave you double-digit fantasy points per game. That's not bad. Last eight games, we know what he did, man. Second highest scoring receiver in fantasy, averaging more than 19 PPR points per game. Second only to Michael Thomas. He finished the season with 1,200 yards, nine scores. Man, that is looking pretty nice. The Dolphins' offense blossomed, and more importantly, I think Parker himself blossomed big time in that second half. I love the attitude and the shade he threw at Mike Thomas this offseason. I like the potential to a boost as well. I I don't love his schedule overall, but man, I, I would say this. I think he's an easy top 50 player for me and someone who I think is undervalued big time. All right, that's it for me. If you got fantasy questions, hit me up. I got the answers at James Deco on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you.